right, everyone. Hello and welcome to the season finale of the Staying Conscious podcast, season three. And uh, wow, we've made it this far and uh, it feels really good. Uh, I've talked to many, many interesting people and uh, people have been giving me so many good insights about the topics of uh, psychology and uh, spirituality and well-being and just really basically how to become a better person and um well the things that i've been talking about the most has been the aspect of uh, mental health and uh, certain techniques that we can use as individuals in order to develop ourselves and um, certain mindsets that we can adapt uh, really to make strategies in our life that are very beneficial for us even if we don't feel the best like even if we are not in the top motivation in our life like top motivational period we still have the certain strategies that we can use in order to advance and sometimes we have to do that sometimes we have to kind of forget about our ego and what our what what, what we think that we don't want to do but still we have this higher purpose and so we can always move forward um but there's also another part of um well-being and uh becoming a better person that has to do with the physical part and uh, me myself i do uh, i do judo uh, uh three times a week i also i work out a lot so i know that the physical part of well-being is extremely important and um something that i've been going into recently has been the nutritional part of uh, well-being. Uh, but it's something I'm still kind of, you know, wondering about. There are many questions that I have, and like, how can we connect uh, what we put in our body, you know, the food that we eat and the nutrition that we have, uh, the diet, really, that we have, and how can that make us more happy and better people, and how, how can that help us self-actualize in life? And so I have a guest today... Um, who actually studies nutritional science. And uh, right now she's over in Malaysia. And, uh, well, welcome. Uh, Hi. Hi. How do you pronounce your name, by the way? I don't want to say anything wrong. (laughs) It's Giselle. It's Giselle. Giselle. You know the Enchanted, like Giselle in the Enchanted movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Giselle. All right, Giselle. Okay, cool. And... um, well, what is it that you do? Well, why? Because you study nutritional science, right? Mm-hmm. What is it about that? That's uh, like what? What is that all about, really? Um, technically, um, I'm studying food science with nutrition. It's mainly focused on uh, product development, like how the industry are are creating the processed food that we have now in the supermarkets. Mostly, mm-hmm. I study about the industry part of the aspect however there are also um i also study about the nutrition yeah human nutrition which focuses on the diet related diseases food security malnutrition that's happening uh globally and actually we also learn uh on how we we as a community can actually improve our nutrition and well-being in general through a course named Community Nutrition. Like we wow. study how to put a nutrition intervention on uh, tackling one of the uh, nutrition 
deficiency, for example, in children or a particular target groups. I see. Yeah. It seems like a that. very cool. It seems like a very broad topic. Yeah, I mean, very. So much, and I, I guess it has to uh, vary a lot depending on cultures, right? Like there true, are different. True. I, I don't really know much about it, but perhaps you could enlighten me later about it. But but it seems <laughs> like this big topic, like what got you interested in this? What made you want to study this? Ah. Actually, my interest in food science and nutrition started with my family, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. I grew up in a family that really takes care of our health seriously, particularly yeah. on our diet. But the irony mm -hmm. is that we are all a big foodie. <laughs> like, we, right. uh, we like to go out and try out all different kind of food. And right. as a result, we are all really struggling in maintaining our healthy body weight. Which mm -hmm. result in following diet tips that we found on the, some random website or buying diet supplements such as Slimming Tea, Detox Pill, yeah. and Nutra. And some of the programs and the supplement actually works, but mm -hmm. they're very expensive and makes us suffer so badly. It's very suffering. <laughs> like, imagine wow. you, you have to cut down all those like carbs, uh, then the sugars, it, and it's yeah. really um bad it's, it's very suffering and then not to mention the relapse afterwards after we done after we get the ideal body weight yeah. then it's like our weight will like double or triple from the original one before we join this diet right because of our cravings <laughs> yeah so yeah. so this makes me wonder actually is there any other way less suffering less expensive way for me to be healthy and healthy that time for me means skinny. <laughs> so okay. I decided, so from here, I decided to take food science and nutrition major and explore deeper the world of food science and nutrition myself. I mean, it's a bit extreme, but it has been a struggle, at least for me, ever since I was young. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. All right. Uh, very interesting story there, and uh, yeah, yeah, like you said, with the um, the habits and the the cravings, I mean that yeah. connects really to to everything in life. You know, to be able to control ourselves and have this self self evaluation of uh, the the standards yes. that we set, and I and I guess like we have to kind of decide like what type of person do I want to be, what is my ideal self, and what do I want to strive for. And from yes. there, really build our own strategies in, in every aspect of life. And in that case, I guess nutrition is a very important aspect because uh, what you put in your body is eventually what you become. So, um, yeah, how, how do you think that really connects to, like, self-image and, um, like, like, the people that we want to be and the, the, the nutrition that we, that we have? Do those things connect in some way? Is there any incongruence or incongruence when it comes to that? Or what do you think? Um, actually, nutrition plays a very crucial role in our well-being in general. It is yeah. because, as you say just now, nutrition affects our physical health. And physical health is technically integral to our wellness or well-being. It's like our physical health impacts on our mental health and well or well-being mm -hmm. and then our even and it's 
also affects the other way around. So like mental health also affects our physical health, right? Yeah. Then, for example, uh, there are a lot of studies which shows how crucial nutrition is to our mental health. Like mm. there are a lot of studies on nutrition intervention to lessen the symptom of mental illness, and the oh. result shows that the effect the effect of a good nutrition to lessen these symptoms, not cure, to lessen these symptoms are more mm. long lasting compared to the effect of the anti depression or anti anxiety patients. And wow. maybe another another uh, easy example on how nutrition connect to our well-being, particularly our mental health, would be the vitamin D. Vitamin D, oh. as all gen general people know, is very good for our, our bone health, right? But yeah. actually, vitamin D is also crucial for a proper brain development and functioning. So, mm. a low level of vitamin D are normally associated with depression, a seasonal affective disorder, and schizophrenia yeah. in adults. But I think a further research need to be done on this association between nutrition and uh, various kind of mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Wow. And um, yeah, vi vitamin D. I mean, I take vitamin D supplement pills. Uh, yeah, it, it's because it's you get vitamin D from the sun too, right? If I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes. But is that something that's also in, it, that's also included in what we eat? Like we can get that vitamin from, from our uh, food source? Yeah. yeah, vitamin D can actually, you can get vitamin D from the sunlight and the food. Like for example, eggs, uh, fatty fish like salmons, and mm -hmm. then mushrooms. If you if you want to opt for a vegetarian option, it will be the vitamin D. Uh, it it will be the mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Right. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there are studies. You said there are studies that actually proves mm. that it, uh, it it makes our can make our mental health um, better, even better than yeah. antidepressants, and that's amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, w when you look at because you obviously have so much more insight than uh, I do and perhaps many, many other people um, when it comes to nutrition. Like when, when I think of a good nutrition, you know, there, there are many, because when I went to school, there was this like hierarchy of nutrition that we followed or there was like the, 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 the we called it the, the plate model where ah, there was supposed to be model. like... Um, it, like they divided the plate into three different parts mm -hmm. and it was like the yes. vegetables was a certain percentage there and the protein yeah, yeah. and the carbs but they always seem to kind of change it i mean i never really understood like what is the correct way of dividing your food i mean is it <laughs> is there is there such a way or is it in variation to the type of person you are or is it m perhaps more a, a universal way that the human being is supposed to eat is there such a way um actually it's very hard to answer this kind of question because i feel like every person has their own need like as you say just now every person mm. varies every every person has their unique body type like for example maybe they have a certain genetics that uh, that makes them very hard to burn fats for example or yeah. oh see the intolerance 
the lactose intolerance. Some people mm-hmm. have this. That's why they need to adjust to adjust their diets according to that. And then even age, ethnicity, uh, oh, gender also. So mm. normally, from what I know, we usually refer to this. Uh, what's the name? It's it's some kind of a guide where mm-hmm. a bunch of nutritionists and dietitian will compile to like yeah. give a recommendation dietary intake right. like for a specific nutrient. For example, uh, mm-hmm. every day for a a man of age twelve to eighteen, they need to eat certain gram of uh, protein each day in yeah. order to have an adequate amount of protein something like that we we should each i think each country should have those um guide on the nutrition adequacy yeah 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 i i mean the, this is the thing like i've never really learned about this in details and i yeah. i think that people they might think that they know about nutrition you know they they might think they know more than they actually do because we never really get taught this type of thing specifically unless we actually have an interest for it and and that's kind of a shame because then people do not get the right advice and there is so much advice out there online you know with people you know in terms of um you know nutrition and the and workouts and other uh, oh, mental coaching. There's there's everything. I mean, yes. how do we really guide ourselves to find the right uh, information when it comes to nutrition? Like, do should we talk to our local doctor or should we talk to an expert? Should we read a certain magazine? Like, how do you think that we can find the best information about this? Uh, the easy way is just if you if you want to find a specific like a uh, nutrition related question maybe you can start by uh choosing those website with the extension of .edu.org or you can just oh. search a google scholar a research journal something right. like that instead of following those .com 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 and but then don't get me wrong those website with the .com extension sometimes mm-hmm. will include uh, resources a credible will also have contents coming from a credible resources which mm-hmm. like i say just now is from the .edu.org or the journals yeah. usually they should a, a good credible content should have those uh, credible and reliable resources yeah. cited on the content itself normally it's like that I see. Right. So mm. you, you suggest that we actually try to find the research that's been done uh, yes. on certain things. Like we, we need to look at the science behind it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or I mean, that, that, on yeah. the summary. Right. Right. Mm. Yeah. Because I mean, some people it might find it difficult, you know, to go through research papers. Yes, <laughs> you yes. know, to like find experiments and stuff. But uh, I mean, if a person can have that sort of dedication and really take their mm. you know nu- nutrition and and health seriously that's that's amazing really um, yeah but i think uh, no no go ahead 
<laughs> but I think uh, instead of uh, instead of uh, looking at those research papers, like various research paper, you can actually use the website, the .com website, normal website, but make sure that the content itself is cited from a credible sources. It uh, might right. be helpful for the others to read easier. Also, right, yeah, exactly. Yes, so we, we, we can see that the sources are legit and uh, yes, they are reliable. Yes. But yeah. what, what do you think happens if people do not get the right sources? Like if they, let's say, just, they just watch some, uh, I don't know, very sketchy, sketchy type of <laughs> nutritional advice thing. Like, 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 and if they oh adapt, uh, you, you know, these... Um, these this false information that's out there what what, mm. what do you think can mm. happen in that in cases like that uh actually it depends on how bad is the in, the misinformation is but if it's very bad it might bring a detrimental effect to your health like for example i think there's such thing as a cotton cotton diet like where you eat the that eat cotton to in order to stay full i'm not sure about that but mm -hmm. i heard it somewhere on the internet then imagine if you're eating cotton and it's like <laughs> I, I you know i cannot <laughs> why the hell would <laughs> one eat cotton <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh, people these days <laughs> with the diet right right i've never heard about that i've heard about something called something like the snake diet snake juice diet what, what? and it yeah, it's called like when they, when you're, but actually, I don't know. And I want to ask your advice about this as well. When uh -huh. it comes to fasting, you know, when you take a break oh, from eating food for like a, a few days, um, is that healthy? Is it, is it healthy to do like a fasting, like intermediate fasting? Oh, intermediate fasting is... Um, it's like when you take a break from from eating yeah, yeah, yeah. for like uh -uh. Uh, two, one or two days. Is that something that's uh, good for our bodies, or is are we not supposed to do that? Actually, it's quite okay. Quite is it's quite okay if you do it in the short term. But I think if you do it in the long term, I think it will bring some like effects. Because if I'm not wrong, I I'm not sure. Because I'm not really. I'm I'm not really an expert on this kind of diet mm -hmm. plans, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very good for you to like to burn fat very fast because you're hungry. You don't have any more like glucose source in your body, so your body start to use fat as the source of your energy. Uh -huh. I mean, you will lose fat very lose weight very easily, but I think it will bring a detrimental effect on the on your health in the long run like isn't it right. something like keto diet yeah there's mm. also something like yeah. that uh, uh, high fat yeah keto yeah and there's diet. like like mm. low carb high fat and uh, yeah, yeah. There's all types of combinations of letters <laughs> but, I, I don't uh, really uh, do this though <laughs> <laughs> all right i see i see yeah it's just <laughs> something that i wondered about and they their suggestion on the suggestion on the snake juice diet or whatever it's called mm -hmm. is that that you're just supposed to drink water with salt for like two days just to kind of cleanse your body 
and that's supposed to bring some good mental and physical effects. And I mean, it does sound kind of <laughs> legit, you know, to do a sort of cleansing. But but in that case, I'd say like, why not just eat healthy instead? Exactly. You know, why not just in, instead of just skipping two days of eating? Why not just eat more salad? <laughs> you know, and they it's cut the, the fats and the sugars yeah. and stuff yeah. uh, for two days, or or just making that a lifestyle, really. Be- because I guess sometimes people they tend to they say, "All right, I want to try this new diet," and mm-hmm. they try it, and they perhaps get good results, but then they mm-hmm. very easily fall back into their old habits, and yes. they have not made any really real change. So yeah. um, that's why I, wa- I want to ask you, like, how can, what can we do to really motivate ourselves to become more overall healthy individuals in the long term? Um, to motivate, uh, to, if um, one can start building up motivation, actually, by start asking the self of on what kind of life they want to have later on or or why do you want to be healthy at the end? Like, because I feel like health affects a lot of factor in our life, right? Like our mental health, social life, and also economy. Yeah. So, well, for me, my motivation to become healthy is that I still want to be healthy enough to travel the world with my loved one when I'm still like 70s, in my 70s. So I mm-hmm. have to start taking care of my health now in order to live a strong, healthy life later on. Something like that. Yeah. But, and well, it's being healthy is not an easy path and it's a long term investment to the ideal future that we desire, right? So, mm. yeah, just you just have to start. <laughs> just don't plan, just start only and right. have an end goal. Have an end goal. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I agree there. Having like a very long-term vision i guess that's the way it is because i I guess that's also sometimes with the nutrition it's something that we don't notice effects from right away it's something that takes a very long time to to see the results and i and if we try some new diet perhaps and we don't Mm -hmm. see results right away then perhaps we'd get unmotivated and we give up Uh, but but in that case like you said it's very important to have a long-term mindset because we have to ask ourselves all right i might not notice any effect you know of adding more of this vitamin right now into my life but what about in five years ten years you know that that's what i have to look at because that's really when i will see the results and that's when i will thank myself it's like building muscles you know, you don't build muscles. You will not see any results like in a week or two weeks or like maybe maybe a month you do some newbie gains. But then after that, <laughs> it's going to be like a plateau and yeah. you're just going to it's going to be a very, very slow process. So yeah. in terms of health overall, mm-hmm. I think um, and really in terms of uh, anything, we, we need long term perspective. So I think that's a great advice to have long term perspective. Yes. Yeah. Um, in term in times of um, when we do not feel like you, you know doing what we know that we have to do when we want to return back to our cravings and our old habits like yeah. what is it like is there any way that we can kind of prevent prevent ourselves from relapsing back into old habits ah 
actually there's an easy way for that it's actually being mindful of your own bad habits actually because mm-hmm. being by being mindful is is that you're being curiously curiously aware on why why are we doing this and if we really see what we get from our habit it really help us to understand at a deeper level so mm. from here we will we will like get uh, those uh, feeling of less in oh, yeah, we we will get we will be less interested in doing our bad habit like for example recently i uh, heard from a bad talk Uh, discussing about these bad habits on how to like not relapsing back to our bad habits, and this uh psych- this psychiatric was like uh talking about being mindful about uh our bad habits. Actually, bad habits. We know that our bad habits will bring um a detrimental effect to our self. Like maybe, for example, yeah. smoking, right? And mm. that. Understanding is just on our brain, but by being mindful of like our bad habits, it moves from knowledge, like knowing in your head, to wisdom. Yeah. Like you know it in your core that it's bad for you, and mm. by being mindful, you become um, curiously aware that mm. uh, curiously aware on what kind of effect that this bad habit can do to you. And I yeah. think it's very. Uh, I think if we are being very mindful of our bad habits, it can actually help us to become less interested in doing those bad habits over time. It it won't give yeah. a, it won't give a direct uh like enlightenment that oh, since I'm being mindful, I'm aware that I'm doing this bad habit. Then the next day you suddenly straight. <laughs> Become a non-smoker already, for example. Right. It will take right. time. It will still take time, but if you're being mindful, you will get less in. You will be not interested in doing that bad habit again. So, yeah. and also with with by being mindful, you're not really forcing yourself to stop. Like like for example, mm-hmm. you're not you're not suddenly for force yourself to like stop eating a lot of like sweet food. Which actually, yeah. if we force ourselves to suddenly stop eating those sweet food, it'll later on those craving will come back and it'll yeah. the those sensation will like come back in a greater height. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. yeah. yeah, very very interesting perspective there, and because uh, uh, I you know many people they might think that oh okay so if I want to stop. A bad habit. I just need to stop it. But you're taking a different route. You're saying no, yeah. don't stop it. Just become aware of what you're doing. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And that alone can be curative. Like awareness alone can be the cure for that. And that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, right, right. So when we, I guess, in to to explain to the audience like what we mean by this, because I totally understand what you mean. But it, uh, it, 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 just correct me if I'm wrong. But like, let's say that you are gonna smoke, and mm-hmm. when you're about to smoke, you you suddenly become aware of like, all right, now I get this urge. I feel this urge to like reach into my pocket to grab the packet of cigarettes, yeah. to 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 put it the cigarette in my mouth to light, 
uh, yeah. to, to like mm-hmm. light the match and uh, inhale and and feeling that like kind of like you just feel like a sense of this is not good you know this yeah. is wrong in a way like the, the the smoke is not supposed to be in my lungs but i get an, another type of satisfaction from that i feel a sort of uh, a release a, a sort of mental release by doing this i'm craving like i'm fulfilling this urge and and so you're talking about becoming aware of that feeling alone and that feeling alone will kind of make you realize that this is not supposed to be this way this is not good for me and then yeah. after a long time of more like a, a ton of awareness around this we will just suddenly like start drifting drifting towards another habit or yeah. how is that transition being made do you think from gaining awareness and changing the patterns well it definitely will take time but if we are constantly being mindful about those uh, bad habits then mm. i think over, uh, i think at the end we'll naturally letting it go those bad habits and create a new one a better one hopefully yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i see oh uh, yeah so everyone listening that's actually a, a fantastic advice if you have any bad habit that you would like to fix and it can be a very it can you can start with a small thing like you don't have to start big with like the thing that connects mostly to your identity or anything just something very small like if you have a habit of like staying up an hour too late watching uh, too much netflix or whatever then just become aware of that specific hour that you need to kind of cut out of your life or whatever to get more sleep or to spend time doing something else mm-hmm. that's more important just start becoming really aware and perhaps if i could also add a little bit of a uh note right there on uh is just to start journaling as well because when you journal and when you write down uh a more objective perspective of your day and the way that you behave then that will have that creates awareness on itself and that habit alone of creating awareness will make you realize more easily like what are the habits that you need to cut out what is working for you and what is not working for you and what you're actually doing is that you're taking a sort of empirical approach to this thing and you're you're becoming your own scientist in a way and you're testing out what works and what does not work and you're collecting data that's all you're doing you're doing a sort of self report or a, a a first perspective observational data that's what you're really collecting about yourself and when you can do that and gain that objective awareness and also very subjective feeling of awareness then um you can start changing your habits so thanks a lot for giving us that advice that was really great advice um now in terms of looking mm-hmm. at all of this from a a very general perspective and not only connecting to mm-hmm. nutrition um but overall satisfaction mm-hmm. in life what do you think makes a great life <laughs> Of course realistically is the fame and fortune. <laughs> It's such a generic generic answer. But actually for me on top of having mm. fame and wealth, a great life is to be surrounded by people you have a close connection with and achieve optimum wellness both physically, physical physical health yeah. and your mental health until old age. What about you? What's your definition of great life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, I wouldn't say fame and wealth, really. Um, <laughs> I guess that's kind of like the, the image. That's like the typical yeah. image of what we think Mm-mm. will make the great life. Uh, but, well, we, we know that that's not uh, really perhaps what makes a great life, uh, subjectively yeah. speaking, mm-hmm. in terms of well-being. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that, uh, like you said, yes. there's social connection and... Um, our mental health, like becoming uh, aware of our own psychology, mastering ourselves. Uh, I think that's what makes the great life in the essence of it. Because if you can master yourself, then you can master any aspect of your life because it's all coming from yourself. You can never really escape your sense of self um, uh, unless you become like spiritually awakened or something. But that's a different discussion. (laughs) So, uh, so, um, so yeah, when you learn to master yourself, and you can then you can learn to master your um, self efficiency and uh, resisting temptations mm-hmm. of negative habits. And uh, when you're doing a sort of self analysis, and um, you are giving yourself feedback, and you're letting yourself know in a strategic way, like what's going right and what's going wrong. And what is it really that I'm striving for? And you keep that vision and you, you install the, the necessary routines. Then you can make the great life mm-hmm. from the perspective of what is the great life for you? Because it's all relevant. Yeah. I, I mean, relative. What makes a great life for me might not make yeah, a great yeah. life for someone else. So we sure. all have to find that. But, but I think that one thing that can kind of connect all of us together is that we want to live yes. a healthy life. Because if we're not healthy, then that's going to really be a sort of um, virus that's going to spread across every part of our life. And um, that's just like a symbolism for it, of course. So, yeah, so, so the great life is, uh, is a very big question. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to answer with this entire podcast, like with all of mm-hmm. the episodes that I do. And uh, it, it's, um, it's always interesting to hear uh, other people's perspective of it. So I, I want to thank you a lot for wanting to share um, the things that you have I'm told sure us here in this podcast. <laughs> what, what, like, what, what else is it that you do? Like, what is the purpose of you studying nutrition? Like, what is it? Do you want to help people in the future? Do you want to help yourself? Is there any specific goal or purpose that you're striving for uh, in doing doing this? I don't really have a specific goal. I just for now, I'm just doing it for funds, and since I'm quite free right now, I'm just doing an intern. I didn't have, I don't really yeah. have any studies responsibility. So, I decided to share what I know throughout my ex- journey in food science with nutrition, and with that, I'm hoping for, yeah. I'm I'm hoping that I can inspire others in achieving their well- wellness through better nutrition like by giving them interesting mm-hmm. insights on the power of nutrition and how it can affect our overall well-being yeah. so that by this, they can be more mindful of what they put in their body. Mm. Yeah, right. So so how do you think that people can get started? Mm-hmm. Let's say they want to, uh, they, they start like, all right, so maybe I should become more aware of what I eat. Like, where should they start or where's the best place to start Uh, for for themselves? Like, is there any specific action step that they can start taking uh, to start changing their their awareness of nutrition or 
like where would one do you, start? Uh, do you, do you mean like how to improve their health? Like what to do to improve their health? Yeah, it, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Again, first you have to be aware itself you, yourself that and understand yourself what is the status of your health because this this step is actually very important and mm. sometimes overlooked by people or simply they are in denial actually because how can we improve something if we don't right. know the problem and since it's a matter of understanding what's mm. going on on yourself you're the one who can make the decision yourself on what kind of improvement you should make because we know ourselves the best right then after you know what's wrong yeah. you can start finding effective solution to overcome your problems in your wellness mm -hmm. or health like for example uh, going start going to the gym if you feel that hmm, my body is feel feeling very heavy today so maybe i can start um, going to the gym or start drinking more water sleeping earlier i, I don't know it depends on each person i guess yeah I yeah. cannot really give any advice on yeah. this because it's very depending on what's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, uh, everyone who's been listening, I hope that you have taken, uh, uh, you've been listening carefully and uh, you've gotten many insights. I know, I, I know that I sure have and nutrition is something that we, we all really need to become aware of because um, it is a very 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 important part mm -hmm. of our health and overall well-being i mean i know that myself like if i eat unhealthy for quite some time i don't eat unhealthy really I, i'm pretty aware of my diet but if i start like eating a little bit too much like i don't want to cook my own food and i just oh let's mm -hmm. just eat outside whatever i can actually feel sometimes in my own mental health that i feel more tired and more uh, unmotivated. Yeah. I don't feel as light, and um, it, it just really affects us um, negative okay. negatively if we just cave into the yeah. negative habits of uh, not taking care yeah. of our bodies. Uh, so yeah, uh, I hope that everyone gained many insights. Uh, is there any th last words like you, you would like to tell the audience or any specific thing that you had in mind? Because I think that it's been a it's been really great to have you here on this podcast and uh, I want to thank you a lot so far at least for sharing your uh, your valuable <laughs> you. insights. So thank you a lot. <laughs> uh, nothing much. It's just that you just have to start. Just if you feel that you're, you're if you feel that you're not healthy, if you're feeling like uh, down or something, just have to start being aware of your own well-being, start finding solution instead of doing nothing and be denial and ignore this kind of sign yeah. that your body naturally telling you. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Listen to your body and uh, mm -hmm. you will know. Great. All right. Thank you very, very much for Thank wanting you. to join this podcast. Really <laughs> appreciated it. And um, everyone listening, I hope you also enjoyed it. Uh, this was the season finale <clears throat> of the third season. It's, it's been a great season, actually. It's been a oh, wow. And I, I cannot wait until the fourth season. Um, and everyone listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, remember to follow me on uh, my social media, Conscious Motivations on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, on Facebook. And also remember to subscribe to this podcast as well because I have more episodes coming up in the future. 
And um, yeah, remember it's on uh, Amazon Music, it's on Spotify, and also Apple Podcaster. And everyone, take care and remember to stay conscious. Mm-hmm.